now to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Light of the world, and if anyone believes him, if anyone follows me, he will not walk in darkness, but he will have the light of life. If we have the light of life, we have insight into life, if we have the understanding of life. So, Jesus is the true light that lightens all men, and everyone who has accepted Jesus Christ, because the Bible says, in him was life. And the life was the light of men. The life was the light of men. So, everyone who has received eternal life, you have the light of men inside you. So that you are not supposed to walk in the dark concerning any matter that has to do with you. And I said in the first service that the world is built on systems that when they are not understood, life will remain mysterious like it is to many. But the Son of God has come to give us light. When marriage is not working, you are in the dark concerning the system that makes marriage work. When financially a man is down, there is a system that God has put in place to enable a man to work in prosperity. When a man doesn't have, when a man is broke, it means that the system is not understood. Once you are struggling in any area, it's an indication that you are in the dark. But then you have eternal life inside you, and it's able to illuminate you. So, this is just a recap of what we'll be talking about. But you need to hear details in the messages of what I've said on what I said on Wednesday and what I said for service. And then the only thing I will say now is we made reference to Daniel chapter 8, so Daniel chapter 5, from verse 10. You know, it's a very powerful thing which I've said several in this church. Now, the queen, by the reason of the words of the king, came. You know, when, you know the story when the finger wrote on the wall. And everybody was trembling because they needed somebody to give them an interpretation of what, is, what was being written on the wall. Your life is such, human beings, our life is such that fingers are always writing on the wall. Your destiny, your future, the pathway you have to take in life. If there is no interpreter, you live in the dark. Everyone has a dream. It's not about dreaming about what to become. It's about the interpretation of the, how to take one step after the other in getting to the, the dream that you have. And you need light. And you have eternal life in you. Hallelujah. Jesus made that bold declaration. If anyone follows me, he will not walk in darkness. But there are many Christians walking in darkness about many things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then we read... The book of Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, that the secret things belong to God. Until things are unveiled to you, they will remain dark. Then we also read what Solomon said in Proverbs. And when he was given the reason for Proverbs, and in verse 6, he said, chapter 1, verse 6, he said that to understand the words of the wise, and the, their, their dark figures, or their speeches. And that's very powerful. He said to understand Proverbs, and interpretation, the words of the wise, and their dark sayings. Why is it dark? There are people called the wise. That's why about 3% of the world are the most successful. That's why less than 10% control the wealth of the world. In not initiated, you can't see so you can't understand. So Solomon said, saying that I'm writing Proverbs, these words of wisdom, so that you can understand the wise ones and the reason why their words are dark. Mm. So the secret things belong to God. Sometimes God likes keeping things, or somehow, He loves to keep them as a secret. 
Bible said the Spirit of God is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. There has to be a revelation. He said, but the ones that are revealed, they belong to, they belong to us and our children forever. So, the queen said this about Daniel. And that's just where I will stop. If you want to write down your question, get, ask any other to give you paper and write it down. And um, if you are bold enough, you can raise your hand also if you are not ashamed of your question. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> he said, she said, there is a man in your kingdom. Very soon, they will say this about everyone listening to me. Say amen. Yeah. She just came and said, there is a man in your kingdom. In whom the spirit of the holy God, that's the best, you know, she didn't know the almighty God, said something, something supernatural about this guy. A Christian is not a natural person. Hallelujah. So he said, the spirit of the holy God, in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of God was found in him. He said, because that your father made him master of magicians. Now look at verse 12, the effect of that light. He said, an excellent spirit of knowledge and understanding, interpreting dreams, showing our sentences, and dissolving of doubts. Ooh. Wow. Ability to interpret dreams. So if you told Daniel your dream, he will tell you what will happen. Now, the Bible, now look at the next one. Showing of hard sentences. Whether you are in career or business, or business or in family, even in raising children, some things will happen later that will be hard sentences. Something hard to crack. But that wasn't a problem to Daniel. The queen said that give Daniel a hard situation, he will solve something for you. Then she added one more. He said the solving of doubts. And this is powerful, like I said earlier. When a girl is wondering, is it Jimmy I should marry or a belly? <laughs> and the guy is wondering, is it Shade or Bolale? Chiyere or Ada? <laughs> Should I leave Nigeria or stay? Should I leave my job or get another one? Am I supposed to start business by, by the side? Should I devote myself fully to the business? Doubts. And these are the issues confronting people every day. People contemplating on things. And I said the last one, which I don't want to forget. I said the, I said the first time. Now you are contemplating. Should I say Lekki or Emushi? I don't say that's easy. <laughs> For many people, that doesn't need the gift of the Spirit. Lekki or Emushi, that one is easy. <laughs> if I ask some of you also now that, should I live in Ajikule or live in London? <laughs> but you know what? There is a way that seems right unto a man. Hallelujah. Lot never knew that Sodom and Gomorrah would be destroyed. Abraham knew. See, this thing, when it's functioning in you, Abraham told Lot, he had the audacity to say that, choose anything. Lot did not know that it's not, it, you see, it's not about location. It is about where God is. When he said to Peter, you have caught nothing, launch into the deep. Not because the fishes were hiding in the deep before, but because the master has spoken. After resurrection, the same scenario repeated itself. They caught nothing again. I said, if, if you don't see, if there's no light, life will be mysterious. When you make some money or you make some advancements, you will think you are lucky. 
But any progress that cannot be repeated over and over again is not a key. If it's a key and it's the same door, like the door to your house, it's one key you'll be using all these days, the door to your car. Anything that you cannot replicate, you should be afraid. That's why when they pray for you, you are blessed, amen, 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 amen. And something happens during the way. You might not be able to repeat that faith. And when you need something urgently, and the one praying is not around, or his prayer is not working, then you are in trouble. You should have understanding of life. That was what Solomon actually asked for. Lightness of us. So there is light. Because of the light in Daniel, if you talk with Daniel, it will shatter your doubts for you. It will just tell you something, your doubts will sink. You will leave Daniel's room and know that, okay, it's a belly I should marry. <laughs> you will leave and just know that, okay, it's Shadi I should marry. All doubts will disappear. And when there is a hard situation, it will tell you a step to take and everything falls before you like a pack of cards. You just know. And the Bible said, because the queen said a light and understanding. And Jesus said that I am the light of the world. If anyone. No wonder when he saw that blind man again, he repeated the same thing. John chapter 9. They saw a man that was born blind. And the people started asking the question, like people usually do. Who sinned, this man or his parents? You don't ask questions after you just pray for people. But human beings prefer to analyze a problem, even though they have no solution. Something because of what, what <laughs> it is neither this man nor his parent that sin. He said, But for the work of God to be made manifest in him, he said, As long as I am in the world, he added that word just to know that very soon I will transfer the basin. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus is no more in the world in flesh and blood now, but Jesus is in the world inside you. So you can boldly say that I am the light of the world. So it's not enough for you to be lighting. You become a light unto others. The Bible says you are a city set on the hill that cannot be. Are you with me? Let me read one last place. You know, that Jeremiah 33. Let's start from verse 30. We prayed about, sorry, verse 1. We prayed about this yesterday. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus hear the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish, the Lord is his name. Verse 3, that's where I'm going. Call unto me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. There are things you don't know. Except to ask for light. Now, light is in you. It comes out as you expose yourself to the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 130 says that the entrance of his word gives light and understanding. And we need this thing. The entrance of his word. Give light and understanding. So this it. You cannot be the simple. And the people that are many more than 90% of the world, they are simple. And that's why they are being controlled by very few people. You cannot. So go back to Proverbs chapter 1. You're going to see this word simple there again. Proverbs 1. Solomon started talking from verse 1 also. He said, I'm writing so that the simple will learn wisdom. Because you can't be simple. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son, he said, to give subtlety. Subtlety to the simple. He said, my proverbs will do something to a simple man. He will understand. He will be a master in handling the affairs of life. Otherwise, we are going to question forever. And then, 
when you are not productive, you start suspecting those who are. And from suspecting that you move to attacking them. You start saying that they are rich because of this. It's not everyone that is rich, happy, full of joy, in the right way, that is doing something wrong. Hope you know. Praise the Lord. I have even found out there's something about when God visits him. An encounter with God always brings, it brings with him some measures of blessing. When God appeared to Abraham, next chapter Abraham was reaching cattle. God spoke to Isaac, Genesis chapter 26, the same thing. God appeared to Solomon just one night. He became the richest man. Why is it that every time God has... So I do not understand why people should actually say, when God is with you, you should be broke and poor. Jesus said that I come that they may have life. How? How can abundance of life be inside you and everything is breaking down on the outside? Light has come. So we went deep into this on Wednesday and I want you get where is this message and get the first service. Hallelujah. I even let them to... See, yesterday, that's why I said, I've told you before, stop missing prayer meetings. Uh, this morning we're led to pray the way we prayed, the way we prayed yesterday. Sometimes, the kingdom of darkness begins some of the activities around you. If your eyes are not open to see them on time, you can be in trouble. That's also, Jeremiah said that. He said, call on me. I'll show you great amounts with that which you don't know. I, I just did a very funny example for service. I mean, it happened just, the doctor met her around the cage on that bridge here. It did, she didn't know that they would be walking dead in her. And they were talking, her no doctor friend. And as I told her, she, some doctor compelled her to come and do a medical checkup. And they found out, 48 hours more on the road, she would have died. God, they admitted that straight away. God just brought that person. Satan loves to hide when he's walking. June 2nd, most likely, we have a very serious marriage seminar. I need to talk to people about something. Okay? If we will move from what is the implication of when only one person is a breadwinner, we are going to look at some very deep things. Why is it that after 10 years, after 5 years, people start getting bored and that is when, why do men cheat some when, in a time of prosperity? Why do all these things happen? We have to talk about it. So it's going to be the most practical and the most raw. Do second by 4 p.m. Don't miss it. It's going, to be, it's going to be serious. It's going to be terrific. So I'm saying to everybody in advance, are you hearing me? Amen. And as we talk about marriage, singles will learn a lot from it. As a matter of fact, maybe the last Sunday of this month, I want to meet all the single people in the church. If you are single, if you are not there, I'll start suspecting you. <laughs> Both male and female. Two things I want to achieve. I want to know love you and I want you to know yourself. And then we are going to talk about some things. Are you, are you with me? See, one of the ways which light comes to you is by the word of God. But then it also happens in many ways. Somebody, if you start praying that Lord unveil to me, that prayer Jeremiah prayed that, the great things which I don't know, in Luke 1942, Jesus said that. He looked at Jerusalem and he started weeping over the city. He said, if you can only know the things that make for your peace. He said, but they are kept from your eyes. When I read that, I like shouting that, give me understanding that I might live. That was why the psalmist was praying that prayer. Because a man can be laboring in vain and prosperity is passing you by like this. Jesus came to rescue them and they rejected him. 
and he looked at the city. He cried. He pained him. There was nothing he could do. He said, today, peace came to you, and it is kept to you. You can't see it. You can't see it. So I told one when I started this thing, that was why Paul started praying. The first convert, Paul, the, the first prayer Paul prayed for new convert. He showed it in Ephesians 1.15. He said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened. It's one of the most important prayers a Christian can pray. That God will let you see. That will let you see. So when you see rightly, you will stay away from some people, and some people will stay away from you. Hallelujah. When we say spirit, sometimes it's not even that somebody is possessed. It's just that the kind of spirit the person has will create an atmosphere that is not conducive for what you are doing. I know so many people don't know. My friend, this one is your friend. That one is your friend. My friend. <laughs> my friend. And then you. <laughs> I want to notice that people that are extremely great, have, people have access to them, but they are very few friends. There's a reason. There's a reason. Actually, if you don't learn to block certain relationships, you cannot access the next level of your life. By a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. The downfall of every home and every marriage is always an introduction of one person. And the exhortation of every family also will be an introduction of one person. When your life will change, for good or for bad, somebody will be introduced. Are you with me? Are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The parents of Samson just told me that there is something about the Delilah we are looking at. Samson didn't know. If Samson had lied, somebody would have told him. The first Philistine girl he dated, like a guy told me in this church, that every time he dated a yellow girl, problem. <laughs> and I said, date a black girl. It's not funny. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with yellow girl, but for you, it's like yellow girls are not working. Try chocolate. It's <laughs> a serious matter. And they gave me examples every time. <laughs> I said, Well, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> My wife is here and I don't have any problems. So I said, Maybe for you. And it's the first Philistine that something dated. On the day of the marriage, they took the wife and gave someone else. It happened to him about two times. He should have known that there is something about Philistine women not fitting into my purpose. But he went until he met one that destroyed. Actually, before a man breaks completely, there is always a warning which he will ignore. God is faithful. He will see to it. Anyone who will betray you will show a sign. They did they were pouring oil on Jesus' feet and Judah said that they should have sold this oil to give to the poor. They should have known that day. That... <laughs> There will always be a sign. If you have read, if you have watched, many of you have seen that Godfather. That's why Godfather, the mafia, they don't forgive. They, they have a philosophy that once somebody does something and you pardon, he will do it again. Pastor Mbot told me before she died that of all the people that ever betrayed her, they showed the sign, she decided to let go and they did it again. Instead, some of them came back crying, but I'm sorry, I won't do that again. They will do it again. You should have done what they did. One day we also talk, when, when I'm talk, I will talk about how to undo relationships. David made one mistake and he nearly lost his throne. His own son, Absalom, nearly killed him. He should have known. After the first thing that Absalom did, when David decided to forgive him, he should have spaced him. And he did that at first. Absalom came back to town. The first thing he did was I killed his brother Ammon and he ran away. Then he was begging, begging town. But they built a house for him away from palace. So palace was in the Kedja. David was, uh, Absalom was living in Korodu. Then he started begging. 
that is to come back to the palace. And that was the mistake. You will always, you have to forgive people, but it doesn't mean you let them come close again. If you put your money that somebody steals, you forgive the person, but don't keep your money around the person again. That's a simple common sense. You give somebody your car to drive, bashes the car, repair the car for, don't charge him anything, I love you, I forgive you. But if he says, I want to drive your car, will you give your car to him? Like I said, the first time you're a victim, the second time you're a volunteer, you volunteer yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. After I started begging that, let me come back. They came back to the palace because he needed, people want to stab others. They must be close enough. So when they got back to the palace, before they knew it, he was stealing the hearts of people away. And a lot of people don't know a disloyal fellow. I warned you here before. Those who come around you to talk against others, be careful. Absalom started. Everybody that came to the palace, you know, everybody wanted the king to advocate over their case and they would come around. Absalom would go down. And in those days, you know, they, will, we used, to walk, they used to worship the entire royal family. Thank God for civilization. I've told that day many times. That's how they are the door there. He's a prince. His father is a very popular, if I mention the king, the one of the most popular Yoruba king, that's the father. So he's actually a prince. So one day I told him, I said, you know what, I did thank God for civilization. Otherwise, see you coming in Yoruba tradition. You will just bow and say, Saki. I said, well, you are the one I'm shaking. <laughs> you know, you understand what I'm saying? We couldn't be seen. Can you imagine a prince standing at the door? <laughs> they will fry all of us in the church, including the pastor, in those days. <laughs> Or in the, he went out like this. All of us who buy gluten, I said, ah, can't be a you know, like, like <laughs> civilization is against you. <laughs> so, sorry about civilization. <laughs> Amen. You, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and because of that, Absalom, people don't know when somebody is genuinely nice or when somebody is just faking it. Those who came to the palace to look at, to see the king, the queue will be very long. Absalom will go out. Some of the people should bow. They want to bow. He will lift them up and he walk them and he will kiss them. Man, that was like to an American, Michael Jackson kissing them. They will go back home. The prince kissed me. I wanted to bow. He told me not to bow. Ah, unlike his father, he's very humble. Because they will see David with his entourage. Nobody could touch David. You know, security men around and everything. Said all those proud men. Said this one is humble. Very humble. Very, very humble. One guy said the same thing about one pastor. A pastor can choose to be very simple. I am. But that you can talk to somebody on pulpit and you can't talk to some other people. That's not the true test of who is humble and who is not humble. Somebody can make himself accessible to you for some reasons that you don't know. But these human beings will always fall for all these things. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So, you know, that was how he told the authority. So everybody was talking about him. That can you imagine if this guy should become our king? All these protocols will be cancelled. Can you imagine? He taught you. Yes, I was there also. He even gave me money. And everybody was talking. And when he saw that the talk was high in town, he decided. By the time David got to know it was too late, David ran away from his own son from the because he was going to take out his father. And see how he died hanging, the hair hanging on a tree, a writer said that everyone rejected him and the earth refused him because his leg was not touching the ground and his hair was not touching everyone. So it was hanging there. 
They both refused him in the two words. That is what happens to a traitor at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. When a boss in the office rebukes somebody and another staff goes there, maybe the second boss, ah, you know, ah, sorry, you were not that guilty. Don't mind the boss. That's why I shout at everybody. And, you know, the person is looking for something. He's trying to win all of you around himself. And except you can see, you will not know. I want everybody, wherever you are working, don't be disloyal. If you don't like what is going on, then resign honorably and leave. But to stay under somebody and you step out of the office and you begin, you begin to say all sorts against the person, you are making it extremely difficult for your own to be committed to your hand. The Bible says if you are not faithful in that which belongs to another man, who will give you your own? Anytime you serve under somebody, it's an opportunity to invest into your own future. Do not kick the throne you are planning to sit. Is it safe to fast on water alone for seven days? Uh-uh. It's safe now. <laughs> if you can. If you can, do it. If you cannot, don't bother yourself. That is why if you study the Bible, there is no specific description of how they fasted. The Bible will just put they fasted. The Bible didn't tell us when they started and when they stopped. Your bodies are not the same. And don't try to do what you cannot do. All right? Yeah, I've done that. And I can tell you that I'm learning more. I still love to do it. But every single time, after the whole thing, I'll fall sick or feel somehow. Then I'll be fine after some days. So, um, don't do what... Uh, it's what I'm called into. Don't do what you are not. Pastor Deboe can do 80 days, 70 days. So he's done 100 days before. Now some of them take like juice. But in one on one occasion, he has done 40 days before with water alone. Now, um, that is special grace. <laughs> a man did 13 days and he called Bishop Oedepo. And Bishop said, who sent you? Because he was vomiting blood and he died right away. He was in the north. He said he was watching some pastor and he decided, so don't do, and even if you are going to get there, it's a gradual process. But then there is no scripture in the Bible that tells you that you should go and fast for so, so, so number of days without drinking, without eating. There is no scripture. Egin said that the longest he did was three, three, three days. And Egin healed more people than most of the men of God who are doing 50 days. And so that he just knows what works for you. That's all. He said it to, when Papa Egin heard that some people in Africa were fasting for 21, they were shocked. Now I don't know whether there are peculiar demons in Africa. You know, and I think our demons are illiterate. I've said it before. The demons are brought are refined. Even when you hear the name of their demons, it's a kind of tush name. Our own, they live inside forest. The most potent native daughter is that forest. Because the demons are largely illiterate. So, <laughs> what do I do when I give sacrificial and obey God and things are still tough and I desperately need a way out? That's a very important question. I've given states that took two years to get an answer. I know the Bible commands, the Bible instructs that we should give, so I give. And when you give, the Bible says, I haven't done all to do, stand. Hebrews 11 says, be followers of those who through faith and what? Is that right? Who through faith and what? So at times we hear the promise with faith and patience. One thing you can never tell God is how soon your harvest will come. But your harvest will come. He said in the morning, so you're saying, the evening, we do not withhold that. So the harvest will come, but it depends on God. Amen. So, hold on, the blessing is coming. When it looks like nothing is happening in your life, that is when the, most things are happening. 
since the first Sunday I attended this church, I have been having this feeling that this is the kind of ministry I need to go spiritually. But I'm an escrow in my church. What do I do? Because I love it here. Come and join us. <laughs> go on. Go and pray. I, I suppose the writer of the book is a leader in his church. Pray and ask God. Your spiritual life is very important to you. If I'm to talk with you on one-on-one, -on -one, we are going to ask a lot of questions. Why are you in the church you are? Are you because of? You, you should not, life does not run on sentiment. Hope you know. Praise the Lord. So you should be able to ask yourself what is important to you. For me, my spiritual growth is the most important thing to me. And if that's the case, the only reason why I would be elsewhere is if God specifically tells me that I have a work for you here to do. Fine. But outside that, my spiritual growth is the most important thing to me. So I can't sacrifice it because of any relationship or anything. You know, so that's very important. Praise the Lord. As a Christian, you discover that there is a fault technically. And as a result, MTN has not been charging you for phone calls. When you realize what is happening, are you meant to go and notify MTN? The answer is yes, you are supposed to. Let me tell you this. On your way to greatness, you'll be tempted. You must prove to angels and demons that there's no affinity for cheating anybody in you. Otherwise, you will reduce what is a retired card. If that is faithful in a little, if mistakenly also tomorrow, they bring 10 million pounds to your house, which you did not ask for. So you are going to hold it and be like, this is the blessing of the Lord. No. MTN, if you illegally, if they make if that you are not paying for, somebody's business is being affected. Whether it's five for five naira or five million, it doesn't matter. Somebody's business. Now, do you want that to happen to you? If you start a business tomorrow and a staff makes a mistake and people are logging in and clearing the money in your account and thanking God for it, <laughs> how would you feel? So that's what, and the Bible says, as you want others to treat you, so you should treat them. So that's why you have to tell them. Tell MTN that, see, I'm poor. This is, I, when I was serving, see, my own, I, you'll be tempted. When I was serving in NMPC in Kaduna then, I told you, the not. They hold on to legion so much. So both Easter, Christmas, Salah, everything, they will give packages. So they will ask those who are fasting length. So to balance both Muslim fast and Christian fast, they will give all of you participating. Now, I, 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 wasn't particip I wasn't doing length fasting. I was going to canteen every day, enjoying my food. But all coppers, all other coppers, they filled the form that they were fasting. But I was seeing them in canteen. But nobody was monitoring us. So they now monetize the whole thing. They said that they will give us money instead of packages and I know NMPC didn't pay us for three months. So they brought that package, the money. And I saw my name there, and they called me to account office, and the accountant was counting the money to give me. And I said, no. I didn't, that, I didn't fast. I hate. The guy was shocked. The shock on the people was like, ah, take it. Even if nobody's... And I said, no, no, no. Nobody's watching. Someone is watching. The news went around the office. One lady just met me, and she said, and now I know you're a Christian. I just said to myself that, why should I, maybe an equivalent of 50k as a copper, what, what can you go and buy jeans and why should I affect my rating in the sight of God and the angels? And I can't do that. Okay, now, that period has passed. I am here now. Am I missing the money? Have, think bigger picture. Those who cannot see the ultimate, you become a slave to the immediate. 
it will trap you. Amen. I told the lady that the guy has money. In four years' time, you can be far richer than the guy. If you follow your purpose and your career very well. So why should you descend so low to marry somebody? And the money that is not your money is not your money. I hope you know. And it will never be your money. So you should realize that. So if you see the ultimate picture that God is going to make me so wealthy, you will not descend into this one and like somebody because he has money. Tell the guy, I will buy times five of this car. Simple. Tomorrow when you are blessed, you can walk to any car company and bring out your own car. My friend was in Dubai. The girl was 18 years old. Who came in and brought the latest S-Class. She just gave them a credit card. She asked a car to bring because she wanted to pride herself in driving the car out. My friend, the money was just prizing the cars. This lady came in and just walked in and they escorted her in. And she said one or two things. She just gave them a card and then with the whole thing, gave her the car back. And they were just rushing from office to office, processing documents, and everything was given to him, to her. And she entered the car from their factory and drove out. Brand new. My friend said, he sat down. He, he, he had the conversation with God that day. <laughs> As if God was responsible for his predicament. <laughs> I believed in that. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. I believed in that deficiency of modern Christianity now is lack of discerning spirit. How do we reawake this, especially unimagin- unimaginably right? That you are, you, are, you are correct. But the problem with that is, honestly, the problem of the body of Christ, that once God corrects us from this side, we move totally to the other side. There was a time in the church of God, all our sisters here not wearing time, and they would have called them demons. People read demon into everything, and they were, ladies were the ones who were accusing that all ladies... I think there are double demons living in men. But people in those days, every prayer meeting, they will suspect woman. A woman, a witch must be a woman. <laughs> I just said to myself, well, even Satan no be woman now. Satan is a man. Well, it's a spirit, but it's a male figure. <laughs> they use he for him in the Bible, not she. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? Are you following me? So, I've noticed. So, because of that, when the word of faith teaching came, people started moving away from discerning of spirit in particular is a gift of the spirit that you have to be very careful of. Once people begin to operate in it, in an assembly that allows it, you are likely to see wrong spirits coming in. In the realm of the spirit, there is a very thin line between God's realm, in that sense, between somebody operating the spirit of God and somebody operating the wrong spirit. In fact, somebody can start giving a prophecy, can give several prophecies, six out of seven can be, to know this, Peter just said to Jesus that thou art Christ, the son of the living God. And the Jesus said that I'm going to die. Peter said, thou shalt not die. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He just affirmed Peter one minute ago, that flesh and blood has not revealed this. And one minute after, Satan was already speaking through Peter. If you do have ability to decide, you will miss it because somebody prophesies it does not mean that the prophecy today is given. And that's why somebody prophesies, somebody tells you something in the name of the Lord. If your spirit doesn't bear witness, and the thing is not in the Bible, reject it, nothing will happen to you. Africans are very superstitious, so they are afraid of things that you ought not to be afraid of. Let me tell you this, no matter how powerful a man is, if he says something to you, and there is no connection you about that thing, it will not happen. 
Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Uh-huh. So, so people should be free to follow God. So that's it. We need to reawaken here. We pray, but just be guided by the word of God. Does the silence of God mean no? Mean a no when you are unaware about the matter? And you should also ask that: Is God really silent? <laughs> um, if they are broadcasting at a radio station, and you turn on the radio in your car, it's not working. Is it the station or your car? Many of you have FM or whatever on your phone. If you turn on the one on your phone and it's not working, it is not the station, it is your own phone. So your device is not receiving the signal for a reason, but that does not mean the signal is not there. Is that understood? So the, start, the beginning point is to actually check. Why am I not hearing from God? Is it God that is not speaking or me that I'm not hearing from God? So the better way to start is, how can I hear what God is saying? It's a more accurate question than, is God saying no? Many times God doesn't say no. He talks. The Bible says, day after day, utter speed. Night after night, He shows knowledge. So He talks. What can one do in a situation where walking in the light of God's word and purpose will breach the relationship you have with your parents, pastors, family, and friends? I have a commission of my spirit to live a place, but being elder by everyone around me, I want to grow, but I do not understand my ordeals. What can I do? The beginning of your Christian faith is to be able to walk away from Jesus. said that if you love your father, your mother, your brother more than me, you are not fit for the kingdom. I was told to leave our house when I got born again as a secondary school boy. And we used to pray every morning in my house. But you see, my parents did not like the type of born again where they pray in tongues. And I told them, if you go to that fellowship, you don't come back to the house. And I went, and they locked me out. And my father locked the gate. I said, you are not coming to this house. Later I changed this man. He said, okay, I'll pardon you, but don't go again. If my father was in Lagos, he would be attending this church. If you stand your ground, everybody will join you. Because there is nothing can be done against the truth. But it is given, Bible says it is given on, on, our, on behalf of... It's given to us not to only believe in Christ, but to also suffer with Him. The present generation don't like that last. That's why when men of, when I go born again, Jesus. So I think I've answered that person's question. According to Ephesians two eight, I'll take two more. We are saved by grace through faith, not of works. However, in James two twenty four, states that a man is justified by works, not by faith only. Kindly share that. Very good question. We are saved by grace. James is not talking about salvation now. There is, look at this works. This second, this first work, stay by grace, not by works. This one is efforts outside Christ. This one is steps in Christ. Is that understood? The day you got born again, you did something. You said something. Lord Jesus, I come to you. That's a step. That is the second work. That means James was just saying that if you do nothing, nothing will happen. Even if you want to exercise by faith, you will say in Jesus' name, I decree, I declare, or something. You are taking a step. That is the second work. So the first work is that you cannot be saved by giving to charity. You can't even be saved by abstaining from sin. You only get saved by acknowledging what Jesus has done and receiving it. So if a guy says, I don't want to man, I don't want to drink, I don't want to do everything again, fine, but that doesn't save you. You only say by depend on the finished words of Christ. Now, when you come into Christ, there are steps to take. Okay? That shows that you have faith. If I have faith, I'm going to pass an exam. I will read. 
That reading is not the work of the flesh. It's a demonstration of my faith. So that's what the Bible is saying. Is that understood? So there are two works. The works trying to please God and the work of demonstrating what you believe. So those are the two things. Amen. Three weeks ago, you talked about subduing powers and bringing the principalities. I have a big sister who is unmarried. Do I pray for her? Please, how can she or I pray, how can she or I pray specifically for her in order for her to experience a breakthrough? Since you have been talking around these lines for a while. Listen to that message again. And then listen to first service. I think I led them in a particular prayer. Just use your authority. First of all, intercede for her. Then stand up and command whatever is responsible for the delay to go. Demons have ears and they hear. If they are responsible, when you command them to go, they will go. Alright? Praise the Lord. Yeah. How do you know if you are walking in darkness or trial about a situation? Very good question also. Yeah, we get tried at times. <laughs> you will know by the witness you have inside you. Amen. I understand why you are asking. It is not every time that God answers immediately. So there is a waiting period in God at times. So at times people want to know that, am I waiting on God or is, a devil, is the devil delaying something in me? Pray in tongues. You will know which one. Amen. But at the end of the day, if you pray about something and you don't see answers immediately, wait patiently. But keep praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit will let you know if the waiting is of God or Satan. Because that's why this question is very important. Satan at times makes people think that God is taking his time. When is the one sitting on the promise and causing the frustration? When you pray until your spirit will hook up with God's satellite, that's saying, and you will know that, no, this is the devil, this is not God. All right? Praise the Lord. Please, I like cases of knowing about certain mysteries of how the devil was sent away from heaven and finally told God I wanted to punish Job. Do you think there is still a connection between the Father and Lucifer? <laughs> Say you ask the Father that question. <laughs> now, is there a connection between you? Uh, you remember in Revelation chapter 2, the Bible talks about the dethronement of the devil, that he was cast down on that. Now, truly in Job, in, in the book of Job, I said the sons of God gather and Satan also gather. Now, that might not exactly mean that Papa God sat on the throne and he was entertaining the devil in heaven. But you see, it looks like to an extent, his judgment is set. And at the end of the day, Satan will be banned and betrayed to bottomless pit and finally into lake of fire. But before then, he has some measure of access around because the Bible says that if you read also Joshua chapter 3, uh, the book of Zechariah chapter 3 or chapter 2, the Bible talks about the high priest Joshua, that Jesus Christ standing before God and Satan, Lucifer accusing him. Now that was happening before God again. So that's another illustration apart from Job. So that means I see somehow he finds his way before the Father and he accuses the brethren. Because the angel, when they dethroned him, they said, they said that the one accusing our brethren day and night before our God. So whether he goes physically before the throne to do it, or he says something that everyone hears, I don't know, but he accuses brethren. So there are types and typology in the Bible that might not exactly be the original story. So whether he goes to stand before the Father, or he says something that the Father hears, we just know that he accuses saints before God. And that he will continue to do that until the last day when he's dethroned. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. 
Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you. But the blood speaks for us now. Amen.